call centers and ACC in particular. So uh, I went out and got two Spectora users who use ACC to get their perspective and opinions on using a call center to answer their phones. So I've mashed up two different interviews here. The first, uh, we did video with Brian Stanley, and then we roll right into the second one with Nick Dickinson um, with audio only, but you can still listen to the whole thing uh, here if you're watching. So I uh, hope you enjoy these two chats on ACC. Thanks. How's it going, Kevin? Pretty good, man. Thanks for taking some time out to chat. How, uh, how are you dealing with all the madness and uh, changing world every day? Um, you know, I guess just keeping on working, doing what I can. <laughs> yeah. What's the, uh, what's the status locally there for you in terms of opening and closing? Um, so real estate can continue to happen. Um, that being said, a lot of people are maybe not necessarily buying and selling as much as they otherwise would have been. Um, surprisingly, my week is fairly full. I'm probably like 70% booked, which is not great for this time of year, but you know, we'll definitely take it. <laughs> yeah. My hope is that things, uh, get shifted and just get pushed out. Whatever demand was going to happen now gets pushed out to a month from now, two months from now. Yeah, I think that's going to be the case, um, depending on how long it goes on. I think the longer it goes, maybe the worse the repercussions will be, but. Yeah, man, it's great to chat with you. Um, I know I've seen you post on social media and commented on some of your stuff, so it's, it's great to <laughs> finally chat with you, I know. Um, yeah. <clears throat> so for the people that are watching that don't know you, tell us a little bit about kind of your background and how long you've been in the business and kind of where you're at. Yeah, okay. So um, I have been home inspecting for four years, um, right around there. Uh, I started out working in another company, a multi-inspector firm. Um, really um, great relationship with the owner. And um, he taught me a lot, encouraged me a lot, really helped me grow within the business. And ultimately, um, kind of gave me the blessing to go on and begin my own company which is great uh, you know I think a lot of guys wouldn't do that but um, going back like even earlier than that my background was I did not finish high school I didn't graduate high school um, I got married really young started having kids really young and then kind of realized you know I need to do something more than just work these little hourly jobs i thought the path was um to become a mechanic and so i went down that path and while i ultimately didn't end up uh using that education that i got i went to like a, a technical college mm -hmm. and got that uh, degree um the best thing that happened to me during that time was i had a professor in the automotive program and he taught me to learn. I know that sounds crazy, but he would always say thinking is a learned skill. And um, so that was really kind of the beginning of me starting to kind of like change my mindset and really take ownership in my life, uh, especially as it comes to learning. So um, from that point, I mostly worked construction jobs. But in the evenings, I would come home and I'd buy these um, Journal of Life construction manuals and I'd subscribe to the magazine. I'd come home in the evenings and just read like these three, 400 page, basically like a textbook. Yeah. 
learning all about houses, learning about all these things, not even knowing that home inspecting was a job. Um, so anyway, through a whole series of events, I ended up meeting my previous boss. He kind of brought me into the home inspecting world because of all the studying that I had done in my past, it was a very good fit. Um, I went through things like the ASHI school. Uh, I took the home inspector examination and all those kinds of things. And I did really well. It was all things that I knew because I had been studying these things uh, for the last several years. But um, yeah, I don't know. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> and, and you're off to the races on your own. I mean, doing well and um yeah, tell us a little bit about just getting started up. Obviously, we're here to talk a little bit about call center and kind of man right, yeah. managing the phones. But um, yeah, tell us a little about the journey early on going on your own, obviously answering your own phones, right, to start? Um, yes. Uh -huh. for, for a very brief amount of time, um, I did answer my own phones, not a lot, and I hated it. So I was totally <laughs> spoiled from working for this other company. My job was to wake up in the morning and go do the inspections that were on my calendar. Right. And I really saw the value in not piling everything on my own self. But yeah, just to back up, in the middle of December, I did start my own company. Um, I actually challenged myself, and I don't know if we can confirm this, but my goal was to... Um, have the highest dollar amount off of those five free inspections that you get with the spectacular. <laughs> I thought I'm going to kill everybody. I'm going to have the highest inspection fees on those first five that anyone has ever known. Um, I can't remember them now. I want to say it was like five thousand dollars. It was something crazy. Total. Um, <laughs> but anyway, that. Um, how did you do yeah, that? Kind of off to the races. What's that? How did you do that? What did, like, did you just say, hey, I'm going to set these high and just see what happens? Or set the prices um, high? Or were they just fortunate that they were big houses and big jobs? It was big jobs. Yeah. So, yeah, that was kind of, um, I was just very fortunate yeah. that I have some agents that I work closely with that do multifamily. And so several of those inspections happen to be multi-family jobs um so that the uh the fees were much higher than average <laughs> nice but uh yeah so i'm i've been a huge fan of the podcast that's actually what led me to sign up with spectora no no kidding seeing the mindset that you have like the amount of help that you're giving inspection business owners through doing things like this um uh, there's just nothing else like it in the industry. And so I just started thinking, I was like, it does not matter whether this is the absolute best software today, because like seeing what you are doing and what the team over there is doing, I know that it's going to continue to get better. And I thought when I have a problem, I want to be talking to somebody like that. Uh, as I was watching these podcasts, I just eventually decided I'm not even going to call. I'm not even going to look into other softwares. I'm going to use Spectora. Um, sorry, I'm on about a, a million rabbit trails right now. Yeah, I appreciate that. No, that's I feel what... like I've grown 
really not uh, going along your questions here. No, that's what these are for. That's why I love doing this is that it's just literally a conversation, you know? And so, uh, but no, we appreciate that. And I think that's, especially in times like this. And I think you are like-minded because just seeing some of your content that you post, I'm like, man, he's thinking out of the box. Like he's thinking differently than, um, yeah, I appreciate that. And just kind of being more proactive and creative. And I think that's just what it takes to, to innovate in this industry. Cause it's a little tough. I think it's easy to get stagnant. Yeah. My constant nagging thought is how can I add value? That is what I always want to be doing. You know, whenever, whether it's good times or tough times, like we're coming into, I just literally sit there and I think about, well, usually it's when I wake up and I'm in the shower. I come out of the shower every day with about four new ideas. And then my wife tells me which ones are good and which ones are bad. So <laughs> That's how you have to think though. I love it. And I think yeah, yeah. for anyone watching like that, you can build that mentality and it takes learning, you know, you, it takes ha habits of continuing to push yourself to, to provide value for people. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so you started off answering your phones. What was, what were those first couple weeks like, um, shifting from kind of employee to I have to do everything now. And how yeah. I mean, it's, it's definitely a whole different world. There's a lot of things you don't think about, or you don't have to think about whenever you are, um, working for a, a company that's already, um, taking care of that for you, Yeah. Uh, which I, I seriously recommend it. I, you know, I see a lot of guys getting into the industry and, you know, I think that uh, a lot of the thought out there is that what you have to do is you have to go be by yourself and make this company and, and handle everything on your own. And that's just not the case. Um, there are a lot of inspection companies out there that are in growth mode that want to hire and want to bring in people and just give them that opportunity to learn the trade without being bogged down mentally by all these other things. And so I think kind of transitioning into the thought about ACC and their services, it's the same kind of a thing. You know, myself as being the business owner, my real job is to think about how to add value, to think about growth, um, to think about things like the organization and the processes that we have in place. Mm -hmm and um getting interrupted by taking calls and then actually taking the time to talk to those people that have called and not just being in a hurry to get them off the phone but spend the time to make sure that they're getting what they need so handing that off to spectora or not spectora to acc yeah. it's just like okay i know that those people are being taken care of that part of the process is being taken care of and I can focus on these things that are at a higher view uh, within my company. Yeah. Was there a particular moment or did you always know when you went on your own that you would kind of offload the phone calls or was it a time when you were on an inspection or just something where you're like, Oh my God, I, this isn't scalable I'm doing it on my own. Oh no. I knew from the time I started um, that I did not need to be answering the phones the initial thought process was that my wife would answer phones mm -hmm. for me. Um, but we have four kids. Uh, she's a stay at home mom and homeschools our kids. <laughs> and so I always knew like there's holes in that theory, you know, <laughs> that's not going to work long term. Yeah. 
but um, I don't remember. There was another interview I saw with uh, Paul Zach at ACC, and just hearing him talk, for whatever reason, you know, my wife and I were both like gathered around our phone. I was like, come here and listen to this. And it was this interview. And um, I could tell by the look on her face that we were ACC customers at that point, mm -hmm. just hearing how they were going to take care of it for us. And she was not going to have to deal with it. Yeah, absolutely. And they have that confidence and in in that like-mindedness. I think that's why we slogged through the integration uh, for all the bumps and bruises that took, you know, to get where it's at today. I think, you know, you probably even right. some early bugs. And so it's good to get through that because I do think the standard and the quality of who's answering on the other end matters completely. Right. Yeah. Um, I want to hear from you, your thoughts on the typical objection of, man, someone else answering my phones will never do it like me, which is true. I want to let everyone know like, yeah, no one is you, you know, no one's right. An answer like Brian, but what was your overriding thought when you know to the objection of no one's gonna be able to portray your business like you? <clears throat> um, I think on as far as that process goes, that thought process, um, here's my thinking about that my job is running the company and and at this point performing inspections for my company. Um, at ACC, their job is to add value to the part of the process that they handle. Mm -hmm. So that means that whenever my clients call my company phone number, they're getting answered by somebody that's a professional at what they're doing. This is somebody that their job is to sit and just talk and listen and take that order and recommend those products that the customer needs. And um, I don't really think of it necessarily in those terms of like, I'm gonna do better than anybody else could do because I don't feel that that's the case. I think that the amount of training and the amount of commitment that they have over there at ACC to doing their job well, they're just gonna do way better than I could do. Yeah. No question. Yeah. That's, that's an, that's like such a, it's so refreshing to hear that. Cause I think it takes humility to say like, you know what? Like I can't be the world's best at everything. I can't be the best in the state or my city in inspecting in relationship building and answering the phones and email newsletters and everything. I think it takes humility to say, you know what? That's what they're, that's what they specialize in. Yeah, exactly. I'm not the world's best. I'm not the world's best at anything. <laughs> right. um, that's why I got to get people around me that are passionate about doing what they do. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's just, it's just so crucial to get out of the mindset that it's only me. I have to handle everything on my own. Um, I'm the only one that can do this. It's just not the case. Yeah. You know? Talk to me a little about the, uh, the emotional lift that that takes off you during an inspection. Cause I know every inspector, it's like the anxiety of like the phone's ringing and you're like sitting there with a client or looking at a, a particular defect and like, you don't have that anymore or you don't have that, you know, feeling right. Yeah, it's so true. And to be honest, I, to me, it wasn't like an emotional lift. It was like, suddenly I had this burden. So I was just like, how can I get this off of me? Like, as soon as I can, I cannot continue like this. Yeah. Um, 
so I've not gone for years. Like I know a lot of guys do, they go for years just trying to do everything on their own. And then finally something happens, somehow they flip the switch and decide to pass the things off. I mean, I had the other way around where I had everything taken care of and then suddenly I'm responsible for all of it. And I can tell you that it is a, it, there's a big difference in the quality of your life in the quality of the clarity of your mind. Um, not having the interaction, not the, the interruptions and the distractions um, of having to deal with everything on your own. Yeah. Yeah. Was there any, um, like, did agents handle it well? Like, is, is there, was there like a preparation phase of letting agents know like, Hey, I'm having some folks answer my phones or what did that transition kind of look like? Um, you know, I started my company in the middle of December and I want to say that before the end of December, ACC was picking up my phones. Um, so my company phone number was answered by them and there was no discussion. There was no change of process in my case because the process was new. It was a new company and um, everybody was kind of uh, along with me for the ride. Nice. I guess. So it was just a hard cut over. You're just like, this is how we're doing it. And everyone fell in line, right? Yeah, that's right. And even continuing forward, I mean, there's other things where I, you know, sometimes you just have to tell people like, hey, this is how you do that. Mm -hmm. You know, it's no different. And, and thinking from the point of view as a Spectora user, I know that whenever I have an issue, I need to get on the chat bubble. There's no, hey, let me email Kevin and have him see what I should do next. No, the process is that I would go on the chat bubble and then my problems are going to be taken care of. And in the same way, it's no different from my customers. You know, they understand that this is a company and that it's not just, um, you know, a single person out there alone, yeah. um, but there are certain processes and certain things that have to happen in order to make it run smoothly. It's no different than in their own business. So I don't think anybody uh, minds yeah. I don't think anyone ever would mind. And I think to uh, some agents or just people in general, um, there's comfort. And when you call and it's more than one person, I don't know, some people like the thought of like, oh, this is a company with people that answer the phones because some people have maybe discomfort of just the guy in the truck, you know, and they're like, is, you know, and so there's maybe some. Oh, yeah. Like he's writing it on a slip <laughs> of paper and it fell down between the floorboard, you know. Right. That, that's the mentality of like that you know, solo contractor type mindset of trying to be everything to everyone. And that's just not, that's just not good. The, the other thing, like for me personally, um, I would be way more likely to say my price. Like it's a question, you know what I mean? And then I feel like people are like, Oh, as long as it's a question, I'd like a better answer. You know what I mean? So whenever I send over like any kind of uh, pricing or any kind of information, over to, to the folks on the great team at ACC that they don't answer with a question they have full confidence that this is how it works and whenever they speak with confidence then my clients hear that with confidence and and it does create just this whole level of confidence within the whole communication yeah. that um, we know what we're doing and that and that everything has a process and that we're going to take care of you I'm so glad you brought that up because I think that's a, a huge benefit I even forgot of, of 
you're one step removed from that pricing conversation. And so it just is what it is. And then, like you said, anything presented with confidence is going to be accepted. Um, right. Yeah. And so I, I do love that uh, because the, the personal aspects, it just, like you said, it can cause you to hem and haw and say like, Oh, you know, I want to preserve the relationship when it's like, no, you charge what you charge, you know? Yeah. I mean, not that I'm not going to do that. Actually, ACC just called me yesterday. They said, Hey, we have a new agent on the line. They've never used you, but a fellow agent in their office recommended and told them the price you charged for their last inspection. This new agent, the house they wanted me to inspect was a thousand square feet bigger. Mm -hmm. So the price was, was, you know, somewhat higher. And the guy, I, I don't actually, I don't know if it was a male or female. I didn't even talk to them. I just got the question from ACC saying, hey, here's what's going on. He already mentioned the price to his client and it's a single mother. And he wants to know, will you honor the price of the smaller home? Uh, and I was like, well, yeah, of course, you know, yeah. we'll explain that the pricing works a little differently than maybe he had thought. But um, that's just an opportunity, again, to serve, but I am removed from it. Yeah. So if, if it had been a different story, um, and ACC is really good about this. I've got calls before where they're kind of like, hey, this guy just, I think he's just trying to beat you up. And I have the feeling that if you hold firm, he's still going to hire you. Then I go, okay, yeah, whatever you think, go for it. But uh, they're really good about that and kind of telling you the feel of what's going on so that you can make the right decision. Wow, that's something I, I didn't even know. And so like, to me, that's amazing to hear that because that's like next level, you know, instead of just these firm rules or, um, right. you know, being blind to the actual feeling of the situation. Um, so right. that's really cool. Yeah, now they told me, they said, if you want it to be firm rules, like we'll be firm rules. Uh, but I said, call me. And let me turn work away. You know, like if somebody needs something on a Saturday or a Sunday, I try not to uh, just open that up. But if somebody needs that and it really will help them, give me the opportunity to say yes. And so they'll call me periodically with things that um, might be kind of a special request. So that's how the, trans the transmission of information goes. They call uh, you to ask you on those one-offs instead of texting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm sure that they would say, I told them just to call me. Yeah. Um, You're the boss. Like, that's the thing is, as far as the gray team and handling and spec KC's customers, I'm the boss. So if I tell them to call, text, like, they're going to do whatever I need them to do, whatever fits into my system, because they're there. And, I mean, I visited, it's in Kansas City, uh, where I work. Um, it's kind of nice. And so I've stopped by there periodically. And I mean, you just walk in, you feel like this is the command center, you know, and everybody's like on their headsets and they have all the stuff and they're pulling up Zillow and they're pulling up all these things, looking at square footage and they're verifying everything for you. Um, so it's, it's a really cool atmosphere. Um, but yeah, they, they handle it how you want to handle it. And that's Beautiful. definitely important. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So um, I kind of want to, I, I always like, getting to the kind of opportunity cost discussion of outsourcing anything where now that you don't or you haven't had this burden or a responsibility to answer the phone like how do you fill kind of that time and mind space like what other things are you able to do 
because you're not doing some of these time consuming things? I mean, primarily posting tons of memes. <laughs> <laughs> Best use of time. Absolutely. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Well, I guess technically I'm not kidding. Hey, <laughs> there's value in that. I think people, this is a total aside, but I think inspectors especially underestimate the impact of relatability and likability when posting on social media. Like agents want to work with humans. Yeah, exactly. Robots that. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I can't. I, if you go through Instagram and I, as inspectors, it's easy to look at another industry and see, oh, that, that's not working. So not to bash on anybody, but just go to Instagram and, and try to find every real estate agent in your market. And I would say probably like 90 plus percent it's going to be nothing but pictures of the front of houses with some text around it and their logo on it. And then that's it for like months and months. That's all they ever post. And, um, that's like, if you think of social media, like a party, look at your social media and find out whether you're the guy that's talking about the same thing <laughs> all the time for the entire length of the party. Yeah. Nobody wants to hang around that. Yeah. That's a great analogy. That's so good. That's going to I did not come up with that. That was uh, Roy Wire. You know, yeah. he's, he's my meme coach, I feel like. <laughs> uh, he kind of challenged me to, to doing the memes every day for at least one year and see where it got me. So, wow. Yeah. Did you stick yeah. to it? Have you, did you, are you in that now? Yeah, I've been doing it. Uh huh, for sure. Yeah. It's, it's gone really, really well. I mean, um, you know, that's awesome. We'll yeah. see how it all turns out, but so far I, I would say it's working. Um, one analogy I came up with was it's like a TV show. So if you think about a TV show, the show is about 24 minutes long. Okay. But it's a 30 minute block. So they're giving you 80% of content that's just for you in exchange for 20% of content that they're actually selling your attention to companies. And so if you think about it like that, uh, if everything you post is just, hey, hire, a, hire me for a home inspection. Don't forget I do home inspections. <laughs> yeah, nobody forgot, okay? You're not entertaining us. There's no reason for anyone to give you their attention because you're not giving them anything uh, that they wanna pay attention to. And so, yeah. I think I've been doing like somewhere around 40, 30 to 40,000 in reach a month by doing that process of just posting memes. And then every couple of days, you'll notice I'll throw in a little something about my company. I'll throw in the fact that, you know, we got the certified master inspector or, you know, whatever it may be, or I'll do a screenshot. These are great. Doing a screenshot of Spectora and say, Hey, by the way, did you know that my reports can include videos? And so just keep in top of mind, stay in front of people, but you have to give good content. Not that memes are good necessarily, but you know. Yeah, you it's gotta be that. And you easily have a thousand or two people, 2000 people uh, clicking like or have that, are seeing it. I love that balance. Yeah, I, I'm a firm believer. It should be like 80% funny, helpful, useful, different, and then 20% or less of 
hey, don't forget we do home specs because you're right. It's you scroll through home inspectors feeds and it's we got to get out of that cycle and mindset. We should do a whole nother video on like a training on that and just scrolling, sharing our screens and scrolling through Instagram and kind of like analyzing that. That'd be fun. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> well, cool. I want to be respectful of your time. I know uh, we got through a little bit of the ACC stuff. Anything else I left out in terms of like benefits or kind of how you thought about call centers before and after um, that jumps out? Yeah. One thing that I wanted to bring up is price because whenever you're talking about any kind of service or you're taking something off that off of your plate it does come at a cost um i strongly feel that the cost outweighs benefits um that i am getting my value for the money but um again like with acc you really are in the driver's seat and so personally i have a virtual assistant that handles my online bookings outside of ACC. So when someone books online, and we all know this, they don't give you the listing agent, they don't give you the buyer's agent email address. There's all these different things that you may not have. And so I have a virtual assistant that handle, handles that for online bookings. Um, and therefore, I'm not paying like the ACC fee when all I need is one last email address or something yeah. like that. Yeah. And so like I'm in process. And so they definitely handle all my calls that come in. Um, there's also a ways that you can drive business towards your website. Mm -hmm. And so it's not like a hundred percent of all of your calls are going to result in, you know, that chunk of money going out the door. Um, because the ones that can handle it on their own by booking online, a lot of people actually prefer that. And I would say a lot of my customers book online. Nice. Um, How did you find the virtual assistant? Just curious. I know there's lots of sources of that, but I, I didn't know if you had a... Yeah, so this is kind of a wild connection. Um, there is a big real estate, like a Kansas City real estate Facebook group. And... I want to say that there was someone in there that just said, I'm a virtual assistant. Oh, and so I sent a quick message and I was like, Hey, tell me about that. What do you do? She said, well, uh, I have a real estate license and we do property management, but because of my work life situation, everything, I want to work from home and, and do this kind of stuff. And I, I was like, well, so you have MLS access. So if I send you the name of a listing or an address, you can give me all the info for the listing agent and I can have that. So they get my emails. Oh yeah, that's easy. Perfect. So then it was, it was amazing. So yeah, that's, uh, you might be able to find for those listening, you might be able to find somebody that's like a part-time agent or somebody that has their real estate license for another purpose and, um, would be willing to, to handle some of the admin stuff for you. Huge. Yeah. Even more so now, but yeah, in general, I, I mean, I was an agent and I knew lots of agents did it part-time and did a couple other things on the side. And so whether you pay them, you know, hourly or retainer or per job booked, I think it'll work out in your favor. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's just pretty much, I said, I'm going to give you X amount of dollars. If you ever want more money, let me know because I mean, you are saving my life. Yeah. Also for like the, uh, Spector advanced users and everything, uh, whenever you get, I guess all Spector users, but, like whenever I get radon results from my radon contractor or sewer camera results or different things like that, 
that goes to her email, it gets forwarded, and then she uploads those into Spectora. So she has admin access into my Spectora. And it's just one more thing I'm not thinking about. Yeah. Yeah. So you can think of growth activities and, you know, you can think bigger. Um, do you think inspectors don't value their time properly? Some, I think, because I, 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 I love this conversation we're having and I ask that from the standpoint of you are talking about value you get for the cost of things, you know, and that's a very different approach than like, what does it cost? You know, that's always the first question. What does it cost? And it's like, right. Yeah. I think a lot of inspectors run themselves into the ground because they don't think of time as a like currency or as a variable. Yeah, I don't know if it's that they don't value themselves. I think it might be they don't see what could be possible, what they could be using their time for. Because, I mean, you know, if you think about a home inspector, it's pretty easy to go, okay, I, I charge X amount of dollars to do an inspection. <clears throat> I uh, it takes me this much time, so I'm worth $150, $200 an hour. And we all feel that, mm -hmm. I think. Yep. But what about the thought work that you can do to putting in to your systems and your processes where you can make some changes and swing your company's profit by five, $6,000 off one idea. Now, yep. a lot of ideas, I have ideas all the time. Not all ideas are great, not all ideas work, but if you don't have the, the mental freedom to be able to focus on that, then you're missing out on so much. And I think that that's what people are missing um, is, is the potential opportunity. I love that. And I think I can speak from experience of owning a company myself that when you're just in the day-to-day -day and in the weeds, you don't like the, the mental... The, like the mind space required to think of strategy, to think of process, it's easy for that just to get pushed to the back and then you never address it. And then three years later, you pick your head up and you're exhausted. Your wife hates you, right. <laughs> whatever. <Yeah. laughs> oh, I love it. Um, well, cool. I, I really appreciate this. I think we need to do a, a full length pod because this is, I'm mashing this up with, Right. One or two other AC seizures, but I think we should do a full length one on systems process, maybe social media. Um, Cause yeah, I've enjoyed this. Let's, let's do another one. Yeah, absolutely. You know, you don't know this, but back before I started my company, I kind of set up this roadmap of what I wanted to happen. And one of those things was that I had this goal that within one year I would be on the Spectora Spotlight podcast. <laughs> no That's kidding. That's no lie. Yeah. Yeah. Look at you manifesting stuff, man. That's how it works. You know, I think yeah. setting goals, putting it out there in the universe. I'm, I'm kind of big on that fluffy stuff, but I, I'm a believer in it, man. You know? Yeah, me too. Me too. <laughs> and that's another topic, I think, too, that I think, uh, I hate to generalize, but I think home inspectors, you know, maybe don't think like that as much in terms of like setting intentions, setting goals, manifesting things, but like, man, it's powerful stuff. Very true. Well, right on. Well, thanks again for taking some time. Um, I really appreciate it. And uh, man, that background is, is pretty amazing. Oh man, this is crazy. So um, yeah, my, my friend is a photographer and videographer. And so I told him I was going to be on the podcast. And um, I said, I got to come over and use your light. Here, I'm going to pull this down really quickly.
oh man, how do you work this tripod? Okay, maybe I can. All right. Yeah, let's Here we go. I'm just gonna pick the whole thing up. Yeah. So check it out, man. I got like studio lighting, yes. all this kind of stuff going on. There's soundproofing on the walls. I was just like, again, like adding value. How can I make this as good as I possibly can? This, so, this is my solution. Dude, this is an amazing <laughs> lesson. Like just prep, just preparation. Like that, that right there to me shows like, that just tells me like, man, this guy does everything quality. Like, you don't, you know, you don't mess around and that's amazing. I really I try not to, you know? Yeah. But uh, yeah, man, it's just about putting in the thoughtfulness and trying to add value to anything you're involved in. It doesn't matter if I'm getting paid or whatever. I want to add value. Man, I can appreciate that. Where, what's the best way for, you know, if, if other inspectors see this and say like, man, I just want to know that guy or I just want to be in touch with that guy. What's the best way for people to find you? Um, so inspectkc.com. Uh, my email address is brian with a y at inspectkc.com. Um, of course, if you call my business line, ACC will send me a message and say, hey, this is an inspector that wants to talk to you. But to be truthful, Facebook, Instagram, I'm on all those. I got all the messengers, uh, all that kind of stuff. So I'm easy to find. Yeah. For anyone that's on Instagram, find this man. He's doing it right. Um, and so, yeah, we'll be talking to you on there plenty. And if you're considering home inspection software, go Spectora. You will not regret it. Absolutely, hands down. It's been amazing. I get feedback, amazing feedback from the agents that have been working with me forever about this software. So I want to thank you and the team Spectora. Hey, thanks a bunch, man. I'll pass that along. And I think you you leverage it well because I think the like the more you can talk about things and turn it into like real value that other people get from it like you know you're a marketer you know you know you're marketing so that's great <clears throat> yeah I appreciate that all right hey we, we will do this a full length one I think uh it's just seeing what you put into it and I, I know you have so much value and knowledge up there so we'll do it again all right that sounds awesome I look forward to it all right thanks a lot appreciate it see you all right, so I am joined by Nick Dickinson today, and we're going to talk a little bit about call center, um, you know, the approach and kind of what he was doing before and after. Uh, Nick, thanks for joining me today. Yeah, thanks for having me, Kevin, and uh, appreciate you spending a little time with me here this morning. Yeah, sounds good. Um, tell, tell everyone a little bit about your business, how long you've been around, where you're located, and uh, kind of your guys' philosophy and, and how, you, how you work with agents and clients. Yeah, so we've been doing home inspections uh, with Colorado Inspection Limited now for three years. Um, we've been blessed and fortunate enough to grow the business to a point where it's sustainable and we've got a good book of business, a great group of realtors that we deal with. Uh, our philosophy is very, very simple. Um, we treat people the right way and provide a high quality report with your guys' help. Um, your guys' report software has not only shortened our length of inspection, but also allows us to send reports out in a lot of cases within one or two hours after the inspection is done the same day. Um, it's just been a fantastic product. So we've been uh, very blessed to find you guys. We had some bad partners before uh, that weren't really doing kind of what they were supposed to be doing. And uh, it's been great to get away from having to sit down in front of a PC to publish a report and get it over to our clients to be able to do everything out in the field. Um, 
I hate to tell you this, but I'd probably pay you twice as much, but don't, don't raise the price. <laughs> Absolutely. For us, so. Well, great to hear. We appreciate that. Um, so let's rewind and talk, uh, let's rewind and look at that time where you started to feel, or talk us through kind of that decision making, what led up to deciding to work with an ACC and kind of what your day-to-day was like, what answering the phones was like, and where, what time was that in the last three years when that happened? Yeah, so we, we used another call center for about six months last year. Uh, the closing rate was not what I would expect it to be. Um, the services just weren't pro- very professional. So we're hooked up with ACC. We're on uh, Team Red, which Joe runs. Joe's the manager there. Uh, Joe and his team have been fantastic. Um, really what it boiled down to was you can't book an inspection while you're doing an inspection. You have to have somebody there live to answer the phone, take that phone call. If you don't take that phone call, uh, most people in the inspection business know that if you don't grab that inspection on that first phone call, they're going to call the next person down the line. That next company is going to get that business. So you have to be, I wouldn't say aggressive, but you need to be very prudent with that first phone call and make sure that you're capturing all that information and getting uh, just kind of securing that trust with that customer, breaking down a lot of those barriers and making sure they feel comfortable with us. And ACC has been fantastic with that. Uh, their follow-up and just everything that they do uh, has really been second to none with the other uh, call center that we use. Um, so we've been very impressed. It's given me back, I would say, probably on an average, probably about an hour or two a day. Uh, the other thing that's fantastic is I don't have to deal with all the people trying to sell me crap that I don't need. Uh, websites, uh, marketing, um, you know, just all the, uh, every, all the phone calls that come in for people trying to market to us. Uh, I don't have to trudge through those phone calls. So it's saved a lot of time and it's given me back. Like I say, I would say on average, probably one or two hours a day, depending on kind of what's going on, how many phone calls are taking me up today. That's great. And that's a hidden benefit. I actually haven't, you know, over the years of dealing with call centers, I hadn't even thought of that, of like all the junk calls that you guys get that eat up your time. So like, as a time savings mechanism, that's, that's really cool to hear. Um, yeah. And a lot of those people bait you. So the next thing you know, you've been talking to these people for three or four minutes. You think that this is a potential client and they've got you on the hook because they're trying to sell you something. So yeah, it's, it's, it's been very beneficial. Uh, like I said, the services there with ACC have been fantastic. Um, and I, I feel that their fees are within line for what they do. They're, their services align with uh, the value that they provide. So I would recommend them to any home inspector that's growing and wants to get a few hours of their day back and is just looking for a professional kind of world-class experience for your customer because that's what they're providing. They take that very seriously as we do at our company. So it's, it's nice to have an extension of our company and somebody that cares as much as we do when they're on the phone with one of our clients or realtors. Beautiful. Completely agree. Um, that's why we, yeah, we were happy to, to finally partner with them. It was a long time coming and, uh, you know, complex integration, but we were happy to do that uh, because of the alignment. Take us back to that time right before you decided to look for a call center. Was there, was there thinking of like, oh, maybe I should hire a part-time admin into the phones or a call center? What was, what was the framework that you were operating from at that time? Yeah, we were we were kind of toying with the idea of putting somebody in the office that could maybe take care of office phone calls, scheduling, and do all those things. The problem with that is there would be a lot of downtime in between all that. So uh, this really fit the need of you know taking in a lot of cases maybe an employee that would be you know a two thousand to four thousand dollar expense per month for the business and take that down and have the same quality product with a team of people. 
for, you know, under a thousand dollars a month, depending on how busy we are, what we have going on. Uh, like I said, I couldn't ask for a better solution for that problem. Um, you know, possibly as we grow, maybe we'll put office staff on, but right now, uh, with having two inspectors running through our company and what we do, uh, it's been just the perfect fit for us. So Wonderful. as far as scale that, so. Wonderful. What are, what are some of the other things that you are now able to do because you have offloaded the answering of the calls? Like what, what's examples of how you spend that time or mind space even? Cause I know, trust me, I know I, you know, I'm a company owner as well. It's like when you, it sucks energy out of you to interact and to call, take calls and to do all that. So what do you do with that free time? So one thing that I've started doing over the last month, and this started before we had this pandemic scare and everything else going on is uh, I would take, and we were uh, taking my book of realtors and we're making phone calls throughout the morning just to touch base with them or send a text to them. Uh, just to touch them and make sure that they're doing okay, check on them, make sure they didn't find another inspection firm, and just kind of see what they have going on. And, uh, you know, no matter what we're doing, we're still in a people business. So we have to be good to the people that are good to us. So uh, that's really kind of what we've done with some of that extra time. Um, it's also allowed me to uh, not have to worry about, uh, you know, when you're up in an attic and you're using your phone to do an inspection and that phone rings, uh, rather than having to make that business decision, do I answer the phone or finish what I'm doing up on a 12 foot ladder? Uh, it makes that decision a lot easier. So that's probably the biggest benefit. Uh, if you've ever tried to schedule an inspection while you're at an inspection in front of a client and a realtor, it looks unprofessional. Really? And, uh, those people aren't going to think very highly of you at the end of the day either, because they're going to assume that that phone call was more important than what you're standing there doing for them. So uh, in that regard, our presentation and just how we interact, obviously not right now face-to-face -face with clients, but before, and this will change when we get back to normal and we're back face-to-face -face with clients. Uh, that's really probably what ACC has offered the most value in is the fact that we can rely on them to take care of that and uh, spend more quality time with our clients and our agents while we're at properties. I love this. I love, love, love this because I think that relationship building is one of those hallmarks of successful companies and what separates companies that keep that stickiness factor and retain agents is reaching out proactively. And that's, that's like, that's everything in this business. So I love hearing that. And that's a, uh, you know, it's no, it's no, no secret that that's part of your success and how you, you know, how you've grown so much in the, in the span of a couple of years. Um, what would you say to an inspector that is starting to get busier, um, you know, obviously before the scare and was kind of in that mind space of, man, like, I don't think I can afford that cost. Um, because as you know, that's the typical mindset. It's a little harder to spend and invest in the business when you don't know how, the, how long the good times will last. So what do you say to inspectors that say, man, I, I'm kind of cautious on spending the money. Um, what do you say to them? I, I would say that we have found over the last, so we've been using ACC for the last three months and we've found that our inspection, just the base inspection for the home inspection has gone up because they're not worried about competition and they're selling what's on our books. So they're actually selling inspections for a higher dollar amount than typically what I was doing answering the phone because we want to try to provide value and give people a good deal. We were quick to give discounts where they're more focused on supplying good information and walking people through that whole process. 
Uh, the other thing too that's fantastic with those folks, they're well versed in radon testing and sewer scopes, which are two services that we always recommend with all our inspections that we offer kind of in-house with our company. Uh, so we've actually seen an increase too in sewer scopes and radon testing with those as well too. So uh, they're very professional how they prevent, present the information to that client or realtor so that they know exactly what they're getting and kind of what's going to go on through that process. So uh, the cost that you're going to spend with ACC, in my opinion, is going to be offset in the number of inspections that you're going to book. And probably for smaller inspection firms, if you miss one or two phone calls and you're missing that $400 to $600 inspection twice a month, ACC is going to pay for itself with them booking probably two or three inspections for you. And you're also going to get a bunch of your time back throughout the day. Uh, if you're not using a call center, in my personal opinion, you're doing your company a disservice because you're trying to wear too many hats and take care of too many things. You can't do everything for your company all at the same time. It's just impossible for one person to do that. So um, like I said, if, if you're on the fence about getting a call center, uh, call ACC, get set up with those folks and get this thing going. It's gonna make your life easier. It's gonna give you back some of your personal time with your family as well too. You've gotta have that balance between work and your family and those folks being able to uh, give you, like I said, just some of your time back and you don't have to worry about getting access to properties. They're working on all those little intangible things that you go through and need throughout that inspection process. They'll contact the listing agent and work on getting access to that property for radon and uh, radon pickup and retrieval and just all the little idiosyncrasies that kind of go along with the home inspection process. Uh, there's really no surprises for those people. So it's been nice that they know what's going on there, what we need from them as well, too. So it's been great. I love it. I appreciate it. Yeah, you got to put the business hat on. I think that's a lot, a lot of inspectors jump right to cost, but I think you have to look at the value gained and, and look at time as a form of currency and kind of how we all spend our time is something I think we all, even myself, sometimes discount and don't think about enough because that's the only thing we can't get back and create more of. And so I say that a lot. I always hear Tim Ferriss say that. So I always thought, I, mean, I always think that's a good way of thinking about it is how we spend our time. Absolutely. Um, the most important thing we all have is time and we better use it wisely. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, um, you know, we're doing this in the middle of, you know, of, of the pandemic scare, just, you know, as a bonus question, I just kind of want to hear, um, and I'm sure listeners would care to hear just your general mindset, how you're approaching kind of these uncertain times and what kind of what you're focused on. Yeah, so obviously we're focused with keeping everybody safe uh, during the inspection process and through this real estate transaction. So we've taken some extra precautions. We're now wearing, uh, you know, masks and gloves at properties. Uh, we're trying to ask that nobody's there during the inspection. Uh, we know that sometimes that's not always ideal, but at the same time, too, we're trying to keep everybody safe. Um, at the same time, too, at the end of the day, everybody is a grown adult and they're responsible for their own health. So we kind of put that on our clients to make their own good business decisions. And if you're sick or not feeling well, you shouldn't be there. We can do all this stuff now, literally like what we're doing. We're doing Zoom meetings to review properties with clients. Uh, your software has made it where we can literally review a report on a conference call with a client in about 20 or 30 minutes. I can be on my phone and reviewing the report on my phone while we're walking through that with them. So um, we have changed how we operate and do business over the last two weeks. Uh, I prefer the old way that we were doing business face to face and handshakes and being able to, uh, we're human beings. We're meant to interact and be social creatures. So 
Uh, this is a learning curve for all of us, and we don't know how this is all going to play out, but we're trying to do our best to keep everybody safe and still provide a high-quality product to our clients. Uh, why this is going on? This is, uh, this is hopefully a temporary thing. Uh, the world may be a little different place after this all shakes loose, but uh, we'll adapt and figure out a way like we always have throughout time to make this right and, and you know, keep all our citizens safe at the end of the day, too. I love it. Yeah, and, and clearly communication is one of your strong suits. And so I think everyone can can definitely take note of just you can't go wrong communicating and being in front of agents and clients as much as possible um, and putting out content, things like that. So, um, well, well, Nick, thank you so much for sharing your experience. Um, I, I certainly appreciate it. I know our listeners will enjoy hearing kind of the, the mindset that you op were operating from. Anything else that I missed in terms of um, kind of the before and after and the benefits and kind of what your experience has been with, uh, with ACC? No, really, like I said, I, I think, uh, I think the service is fantastic. And like I said, if there's anybody out there that's contemplating, uh, kind of turning on ACC and getting involved with those folks, uh, they've made that process very easy. It's, it's literally almost risk-free. I think I spent $99 to get everything set up and going. Um, and we did use a different call center beforehand that uh, just was not doing, in my opinion, what they should have been doing. So it's just been a night and day difference with those folks. Um, I would recommend picking up the phone and calling and talking to those people because uh, they're going to be the ones that can kind of walk you through that whole process of what they do, how they do things. Uh, us personally, with having 20 years of corporate experience before we started doing home inspections, the way they operate and do things is, is kind of on the same philosophy that we have, basic principles, just treating people the right way, following up and doing what you say when you say you're going to do it. And that's probably the most important thing for all of us as we work through these transactions with realtors and our clients to make sure that they know what's going on with their new home. Um, so that would be my best recommendation is just to pick up a phone and call those folks. Uh, if you're not impressed, um, Maybe you talked to the wrong person that day, but <laughs> you're going to be impressed with the overall product and the value that they provide your company. Um, it's, it's been just kind of a night and day difference for us. And it's just, like I said, the, the biggest thing that I've noticed is just getting some of my time back and that's been worth its weight in gold for us. Well, we appreciate that. Um, and I'm sure they'll appreciate that. I know I appreciate it from the standpoint of, I know you went through some bumps and early on with some bugs in it and in the integration, but hopefully we've patched, you know, hopefully those are all behind us and smooth, smoother sailing from here. So uh, I know we're Yeah. Yeah. You know, the, the first 30 days of the beta testing was a little bit rough, but I will say we, we are integrated with blip. We're integrated with RWS. Uh, all these things are functioning and moving correctly through all the software from ACC setting up the inspection to it going to Spectora to schedule everything, put everything on the calendar, uh, all the automated events going out, um, and then our blip reviews going out, and also our RWS integration, all that stuff is literally working seamlessly at this point. So to see you guys go and have that turned around in 90 days, uh, for you guys at Spectora is unheard of. We went through a lot of, not on this side, but in my past life, we went through a lot of software changes and to have something fixed in 90 days is really unheard of, in my opinion, and what we've done. Uh, and we're talking about big companies that I was dealing with before uh, in teams of hundreds of people working on these things. To what your team has done in 90 days is impressive. Um, and, you know, like we were talking about earlier, the software has been just ahead of its time, in my opinion, as well, too. So it's all working very well together. Great, man. Um, 
Thank you so much for taking some time out of your day. I know there's plenty of other things you, you can be doing, um, but thanks for sharing the experience, man. We look forward to uh, getting back to some normalcy here and uh, we'll, we'll talk again soon. Awesome. Appreciate you, Kevin. Have a great day. All right. Thanks, Nick. Bye-bye.